0: Today we start with Torah Samechet of to Let's start with Torah Samechet. Rabenu teaches us that the essence of the tzaddik's perfection, is when the tzaddik can be up there and down here, up above and down below. Shiye elo The Rabenu says that the essence of the tzaddik's perfection is when a, when the tzaddik can show someone. Who who's up above, who's in the very spiritual lofty places, and consider himself to be at a very high level and the tzaddik is able to show him that he's actually very low. And actually the exact opposite as well. When someone is at a very low spiritual place, literally within the earth, that the tzaddik can show him that on the contrary, that he's very close to Hashem. And this idea is actually hinted to in Lesson 6 of Likut and Moran. This idea of being a Baki Baratzo Baki Beshov, a master of running and a master of returning. And how each person has to engage in this work to actually do what this Sadiq is able to do to each and every one of us, to show those people who are very low and who consider some, themselves very low that actually they're close to Hashem and those who are very high that haven't even started at all. And it's a, it's a very beautiful thing. And this is actually one of the biggest praises that someone praised Rabenu with that um, a very big tzaddik I forgot which tzaddik but it was very known that this tzaddik praised Rabbi Nachman to be someone very special because he said how can there not be makhluket on such a tzaddik how can there not be makhluket on Rabbi Nachman because of the fact that he shows those who are high that they're very low and those who are low that they're very high of course there's going to be makhluket on such a on such a person like this who can show who can show these differences and show the person who is very high that he hasn't started, and show the person who is very low that Ben is close to Hashem. And this is actually a beautiful story when uh, Rab Yudel, one of the famous students of Rabbi Nachman, a big big student of the Rabbi Pinchas Mikoret, who was one of the colleagues of the Bar Shertov, and Rab was already much older than Rabenu at this time. Rab and his Shmuel Isaac, they both came to Rabenu for the first time, and Rabben and he came to Rabenu. Um, and he, when he met Rabenu for the first time, he basically told Rabbeinu, he said, hanu Rabbeinu, Hashem. Rabbeinu, please show us a way in Avodat Hashem. And what happened? Rabbeinu told him, Ba'aretz meaning your way is in the earth. He showed Rabbeinu that he hadn't even started. And it's something very, very awesome. Because... <laughs> What Rabbeinu was able to do was to show even the highest person that has such a long way to go. And this, we're going to continue with this idea. And this perfection must, the tzaddik must have this perfection. Without this, he's not a tzaddik at all. This is one of the conditions to be a true tzaddik. Meaning what? That one, that the tzaddik needs to show this person who's very, very low and at the absolute bottom level that he's still close to Hashem literally. As if to say, to wake this person up and to reveal to him that Hashem is with you. And do not fear, and do not be afraid, and don't be frightened. Because Hashem, blessed be He, is with you; He's next to you, and He's close to you, literally. Because God's earth, uh, God's glory fills the entire earth. I said in Yeshaya chapter six. Therefore, even if a person falls, God forbid, to the place in which he falls, may Hashem have mercy. And he's in the lowest spiritual possible place ever. Also from there, he can attach himself and cleave himself to God and to return to Hashemit bach blessed be he. Because God's glory fills the entire uh, earth. And we already spoke of this. we already spoke of this. That when a person sees that he's very, very low, and he sees that he's at the lowest possible place, God forbid, that he's very far from Hashem, he's able actually to bring himself to life with that idea. Because that distance in himself, that feeling in which he feels so far from himself, is actually the thing that brings him close to Hashem. Because of the fact that this person sees he's so far. Because before he was even further to the point where he did not even know he was far at all. Meaning now, the fact that you know you're far... You can bring yourself to life, and you can find a nekudat tovah within yourself. Look how awesome Rabban was teaching us. It's it's a chidush we don't hear anywhere. It's mamash a tremendous chidush. Rabban was telling us that beemet we have to bring ourselves back to life and to find azamra within ourselves, to find the nekudat tovah within ourselves. That beemet, even though we know we're far from Hashem, the fact that we know we're far, and the fact that we're conscious we're far, is in itself a good point because before this point. There was a time when we were so far, we had no idea we were far. It was a hastarah, meaning the fact that we were far was concealed from us. We didn't even know that. But now we know that we're far, at least we know. And that is in itself a good a good point. The fact that we're conscious that we know we're far from Hashem. And Rabbi Natan says, that too is very, very good. As he said in Likot he expands on this idea tremendously. So Rabbi is teaching us the most awesome chidush, that for people like us, who really were very far, The fact that we know we're far is in itself the nekudah that brings us back to life. And that teaches us that actually Hashem is close to us. As we said above, that before, beforehand this person didn't know he was even far. But now, by all means that he knows that he's far. This in itself is the drawing close to Hashem. And with this in itself, by the fact that you know you're far, meaning the knowing, the knowledge in itself, the consciousness in itself, that you know you're far, that is enough to bring you back to life and to help you return to Hashem. Look how awesome that is. It's beyond words. And so too, the same is true of the opposite. One who's very, very high, the tzaddik needs to show him that he's very, very, he's completely far from Hashem. Mechamit, what have you seen? As we've seen this idea already in the Moran, uh, Tinyan, we saw this idea already, this uh, concept of the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and all the other prophets that Yirmiyah said. Uh, by Hashem, I beheld God. I saw Hashem, because Jeremiah was far to recognize to the point that he needed to reinforce himself with understanding that he's close to Hashem. But Moshe Rabbeinu said, "What? What are we?" Meaning, he didn't even realize he attained anything, because Moshe was at such a high level, he needed to humble himself to the point where he realized he was so far from Hashem, and that's the balance that we're talking about here. For a person who's so far from who's close to Hashem. The Tzaddik needs to show Shom, that actually is very far. Mechamit, what have you seen? Maia what do you really know? shel tzaddik, and this is the perfection of the Tzaddik. B'v'kinot, it is brought down in yamim, ki Chol B'ashamayim Ba'aretz, for all that is in the heavens and the earth. Meaning what? Shehu B'chino Tzaddik, this is the Tzaddik. He is the Chol, He is the all, He is the everything that is in the heavens and the earth. Meaning what? De'achet As it says in the Unkelus over there, and look in the or Parashat Bereshit. That what? He unites the heavens and the earth. That's the tzaddik. He unites the heaven, those who are running up above, and the earth, those who are down in the earth, literally. Meaning that which we said above. And we said above, that the tzaddik has to be up above and down below. Meaning he needs to show the one who's up above who's in the aspect of the heavens that actually it's the opposite. That he's actually far from Hashem. He didn't know anything. That's what he told Rabiudal. That's what Rabbanu told Rabiudal. La da'at. You want to know the pathways in Hashem? dar Your earth, your path is in the earth. He was showing one of the biggest tzaddikim of the time, Rabiudal, that Be'met, he hadn't attained anything yet. And there's so much more to go. What are you telling me that you want that with Hashem? You have just started. Imagine that conversation. Rabbi Yudl was so taken aback, he literally moved back, literally, until he came back to Rabenu, and this happened several times. So Rabbeinu is saying that this tzaddik, this is the perfection, that he's up above and down below, meaning to those who are above, he shows them that the opposite, that they know nothing about the knowledge of Hashem. And he tells them, Mechamit ma'adat, what have you seen? What do you really know? Because there, up in the heavens, there specifically. We must ask, where is, God's, where is the place of God's glory? Meaning, when we're in the heavens and we're running to Hashemit Ba'acham, we feel everything is good, and we're in Avotat Hashem. We must ask from there, Hashem, where are you? Because we haven't even started. And the exact opposite. We must engage with the person. In the opposite manner, to those who are in the earth, literally, who are very far, we must show him, the tzaddik must show him, ki Hashem imo, that Hashem is with him. for God's glory fills the entire earth. And this is the essential perfection, to be up above and down below. And that's true balance, Chabain was telling you. That's what each and every person has to do in this world. When you feel you're running, you have to humble yourself. And when you feel you're down, you need to reinforce yourself that Hashem is with you. And that is the hardest balance. That's what Rabbeinu teaches us in Lesson 6 of this idea of baki, um, to be a master in running and returning. Meaning, a person who's running has to do this to himself. He has to understand that Hashem is far from him. And when he's returning, when he's in the lowest place, when he's in the pits of hell, he has to realize that Hashem is with him in hell also. And that's what Rabbeinu said, the Ikar, he writes in Tzichot Aran, Rabenu teaches us, the Ikar is what? The essential thing is what? Mi beten Sheol that Yonah says that we say in Yonah mi beten Sheol shivati. from the belly of hell, I cried out, that's what Yonah did in the belly of the world, from the belly of hell, I cried out, meaning even when we're in hell, when we're in the lowest place, we must cry out to hashem as we just this is the aspect of. Sons and students. That one must leave in the world. A person must leave behind sons and students. Because, on the face of it, this matter is puzzling. Because, isn't the essential thing that a person must break himself from physicality, from materialism? Why is it an obligation that when a person passes away completely up above meaning after a person leaves this world that a person should leave children in this physical world that they should fill his place in this physical world shouldn't it be on the contrary shouldn't it be that he should leave completely up above and leave nothing behind here why is it that he needs to leave something physical here tells us however the truth is the truth is the true perfection is to be what? Up above and down below. B'Shamayim Uva'agat As we saw in lesson 7. Up above and down below. In the heavens and in the earth. be'olam levad Because when he's in only one world alone. and zeh This is not perfect. It's only when the two of them are united. As we said above. That the tzaddik, he unites the heaven and the earth. It's only when the both of them are united. the Up above and down below. Zeh olam This is a perfect world therefore a person is obliged to leave behind a remnant on earth a something remaining on earth a son or a student meaning that after he leaves this world and he's up above after his passing that he should also be down here in this world as well meaning that he should leave behind down here a son or a student which is drawn from him. And that's what Rabbeinu said. Um, that's what Rabbeinu said before he passed away. He told everyone. He told Rabbeinatan. I want to dwell with you. Rabbeinu said I'm not going up. I'm not going to Ghanedin until everyone is finished. Until everyone's rectified. I'm not. I will be in Geyenam in the pits of Geyenam. I'm trying to rectify everything. I'll be here with you. Suffering with you. That's what Rabbeinu was saying. I need to be down here with all of you. And that's the truth, Sadiq. And the main thing is the mind. That some of his mentality shall remain down below. That's the main thing. This is why we must leave a son or a student. In the Gemara Baba Batra, page 116, upon the verse, what did the Gemara say over there on the verse? Who have no replacement. What did it say over there? One opinion. One says, a son? And one says, a student. That what is a true replacement? A son or a student? They both argue. There's two opinions there. But Rabbi was saying that's actually one. Because the student is from the mind of the teacher. And the son is drawn from the mind of the father. That the drop of seed stems from the father. And that be- begins to conceptualize into the son and manifest into the son. And the student draws all the wisdom from the mind of the teacher. So it's one idea. It's the mind that's being drawn down. And Rabbi Ochanan's opinion was the the fact that one should leave behind a student, not the son. Because he had no children. Because by the student, the mind is completely removed. But by the son, The mind is enclosed in the drop of seed. It's garbed in the drop of seed. But also this we need. And the main thing is what? A person must leave behind sons and students. And those students will illuminate other students. And furthermore, That those students will be fruitful and multiply. They will make other students. And the students of those students will make other students. And the further this goes, more and more. So that this person's mind and mentality shall remain forever down here below. And those children also need to leave their legacy behind for generations and generations. Sons and grandsons. Because this is the essential perfection of Tzaddik. That he should be up above and down below. In the aspect of what is written, in all the heavens, because everything is in the heavens and the earth, as it says in the verse. And what did Unkelu say? Meaning, what is everything that is in the heavens and the earth? Meaning, the one who unifies the heaven and the earth. Again, look at all of this in Lesson 7 of the HaMorot Inyana. Delve into that lesson because over there, this idea is expanded, expounded upon. It's a very, very awesome lesson. And this teaches us about the importance of balance, not just separating yourself from the world and community. It's leaving your place here. In this world of Gashmiut and the Kruzei Chomer and the mounds of, of, uh, of clay, migusha from the mounds of dust, we have to serve Hashem from here. It's a very difficult work, but B'zrat Hashem, we have the merit to truly be besimcha even from this Olam HaGashmi. Torah HaSamech Now Rabbanu is going to explain the significance, why it's customary to give a Bracha, To the man who brings the drinks to the guests or at a wedding, etc. Why um, it's customary to give a brachat to this person who serves the wine and all the drinks at a wedding or a big festival. Meaning when this person carries wine or honey to the guests or at a wedding. That's the bracha. The, is explaining the significance as to why, which has happened at every wedding, why we actually give the person who's serving the wine and serving the drinks, a piece of the drink itself, so that we give it, we do a bracha with him. We do a lachaim. Rabbeinu is explaining why it is that the person serving, the, the secret significance as to why it's so customary, that the person serving the wine actually takes a part in the simcha and he actually does the bracha with us. And Araben explains who Alpi Mashakatub this is what is written in the Zohar. And <laughs> brings the Zohar to explain literally what happens all the time. In and Daf Bet, Amud There are many things, or there are multiple things, which are carried and which carry. And the Zohar lists over there how many things, or multiple things, which are carried over, which are carried. Meaning that people carry them. But actually, those things which the Zohar mentions over there, which people carry, are actually the things doing the carrying itself. For example, the chariot, which is carried, but it also carries. And the same is true of the ark. That the Jewish people in the desert, when they would carry the ark, the Levi'im, they would carry it. But actually they are carried them. <laughs> As it brought over there. And this is the bracha that we give to the person serving the wine. Ki bracha, because bracha, if you take the word bracha, which means blessing. Bracha is the acronym for this phrase. Or the acronym for this phrase Ki As it says for the spirit of the living creatures. Ki for the spirit of those living creatures, baofanim is in the wheels take the first words, the first letters of that phrase, yeah. you have the chaf, the resh, the he, and the bet, blessing. Meaning, we said the, the chariot, the living creature is in the wheels. It's the aspect of being carried and that which carries. Because the wheels carry the, the, the living creatures, those angels. But actually the those Those angels, the living creatures are actually carrying the entire chariot <speaking in Hebrew> because the spirit of life or the spirit of the living creatures is in those wheels or is in the who uh, sorry uh, is in the, is in those wheels <speaking> in <Hebrew> the same is with regard to the entire chariot <speaking in Hebrew> that the wheels carry those angels the angels carry the entire chariot but the truth is the chariot is carrying actually everything therefore it's this one who carries the drinks at a wedding or any uh, simcha it's we, that we give him bracha. It's for this reason. Because this person is like the... It's like the spirit of the those angels in the wheels. It's the one who's carrying, but he's also being carried. Because he's carrying the drinks. But it's actually the drinks which carry him. This leads to being broken. Or this leads to being broken. Because drink those drinks extinguish or can somewhat inflame a little bit. A little bit But Rabbenu did not get into this idea of what it means to extinguish or to bring up this fire and this this heat that this drink possesses, this idea to extinguish, or to bring up flames and fire. Um this idea Rabenu did not explain at all. But we can see a little bit of the depth behind the Zohar and how it refers to this scenario that what was teaching us why the Sod of why we give brachot to like bartenders and all these people who who take care of the drinks at uh, Smachot? Torah Ayn, the last Torah for today. Call me she gadol yoter, levakesh mevukashot berichuk makom yoter. Rabbeinu teaches us that the greater a person is, the further he must go in search of what he seeks. The greater a person is, the more he must travel and to go and to delve into, to go to search for what he needs. Kemosha anu as we see naturally that the vegetation has what it seeks right next to it because all the vegetables and vegetation literally sprouts and it gets all the sustenance from the earth which is literally adjacent to the vegetable or whatever it is an animal also seeks food that which is next to it also upon the earth so it's close enough but it's actually further a little bit than the vegetation because the vegetation is literally attached to the earth whereas the animal isn't necessarily attached so it must bend down and receive its sustenance by bending and doing a little bit more work because the animal is also greater spiritually than the vegetation it's at a higher level but a man, a human being must search for what he seeks much further therefore Moshe Rabbeinu upon him be peace who was at such a high level he needed to search from the furthest he needed to go and search what he seeked to the furthest place this is why he needed to seek a wife in Midian because that which he was seeking and that which he sought was much further because he was so great so the greater a person is, the further he must look. Be'ezrat may we have the merit to ascend to our levels and to uh, to get to this place which, which in which we have to search further. Because even though it seems very tough, this is the biggest and ultimate blessing, that it's a testament to how great we are. So may we go from level to level and uh, apply all the words of Rabbeinu that we studied today.